Yo, yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Let's Be Real. What's going on? I'm your host, Joe Mam. Hey, boy, Big Sherp. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now we're going to... What's going on, guys? First of all, glad to have you for another episode. We uh, up in the morning. Yeah, really early. Uh, today, <laughs> today should be a really good episode. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some basketball and we got some football. Of course, the big game is Sunday. We're going to talk about fake goats and bullshit unicorns. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely that. So uh, right now we're going to talk about some football because the Super Bowl is around. Super Bowl time. This is Super Bowl special, uh, you know? Look at look at. All right. Look excited. I am excited. It's the Super Bowl. You, you know, I stopped watching for a little bit, but then you got me back to watching again, so I was really excited about, about the game. Um, I'm actually, I haven't figured out where I'm going to catch the game. Have you figured out where you're going to watch it? No, not yet. No? Nah? Mm-mm. Last minute? Probably last minute. All right, I yeah. dig it. I dig it, man. I dig it. So there's definitely some things about this Super Bowl that you should know about. Um, obviously, we're going to go with um, predictions, of course. Mm-hmm. But just, uh, you know, some things that you probably want to look at. Uh, first of all, you got to know what time the game starts if you're going to watch it. Uh, 630 on mm-hmm. CBS, you know what I'm saying? Eastern time, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh Maroon 5 is the big show with uh, Big Boy and Travis Scott. I know there's a little backlash about that. Nah. <laughs> Especially uh, Rihanna, since she had backed out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, kudos to Rihanna. Right. Um, but if you don't know, for the casual football fans, it's between the Rams and the Patriots. And you should be surprised that the Patriots is uh, going to their, what, ninth Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, this is the yeah. This is the ninth Super Bowl for for the Patriots. Right. Uh, Tom Brady's a five time Super. Hold hold on. Yeah, uh, producer. I don't think I can see my. I I can't see anything on the screen. On the screen. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. But um, give us one second, ladies and gentlemen. Not streaming. 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 All right. Got, if you can see uh, it, someone say something. I don't look like I'm crazy and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're looking crazy right now. No. <laughs> Yo, get but, the hell uh, out of here, bro. Is it black on? Mm. Uh-oh. Yeah, hold on one second, Hold on, guys. folks. One second. All right, guys. And we're back. That was so slow, bro. Like, come on, man. Oh, whatever, man. That was That was so slow. All right, anyway. Like I was saying, this uh, for the casual fans, this is a, this is a, there's actually a rematch between the Rams and the Patriots. Way back in 2002 in Super Bowl 36, you actually had this matchup. It was actually uh, the Super Bowl. It was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, right? Y- yes. It was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, and he was going up against the greatest show. On turf. On turf. Uh Actually, then called the St. Louis Rams. Yes. Um, good history. Good history analytics. Yeah, listen, you know, man. I told you I had to get back into it. And um, yeah, so it was 2002, Super Bowl 36. And the Patriots actually won. It was crazy because at that time, uh, Patriots were the underdogs and the Rams were the heavily favorite. Heavily favorite, and uh, this time, 17 years later, it's the other way around. Patriots, Tom Brady cementing his legacy, legacy with five Super Bowl wins. Going for his six is uh, the heavy favorites, and um, the Rams with Jared Goff and Todd Gurley and those young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
are the underdogs. So what are some of the things, Sherman, that you are excited about about this Super Bowl? Are you are you as excited as uh, uh, as you should be for the Super Bowl? Like compared <laughs> to like last year's Super Bowl, which one? First you- of all, the wrong teams are in the game. I don't care what anybody says. The wrong teams are in the game. Mm-hmm. The Rams, the 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 pass. It was pi, bro. The wrong. Oh, yeah, it was pi, bro. The Rams shouldn't be in there. And the Patriots. Well, we already know you can't t- you can't touch or breathe on Tom Brady, or else you know it's 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 end of the world and shit. You, you know? definitely can. But what's done is done. Uh, for this Super Bowl this year, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Aaron Donald finally get into the game. A yeah. first round pick who looks the part, who looks like he yeah. be- he belongs on the big stage. Yeah, and he's and to me, the key to the game. Well, I'm just gonna give the key to. The, yeah, go on. Yeah, you can do that. The key to the game is the offensive line of the Patriots versus the defensive line yes. of the Rams. It's probably the biggest, probably the biggest key matchup. Uh, so, little thing about that: why the 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 Rams' defense is so important. Tom Brady has about a sixty-five point a sixty. I think it was like sixty-five point eight completion rate when he's rushed. From the middle, mm-hmm. uh, obviously that's uh, Aaron Donalds and Michael Brockers and uh, and Dominus Sue. That's going to be the job to make Brady uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Donald has the Aaron Donald has the biggest part in all that. And why does he have the biggest part? Is because you can't even double team him. You can't you have to triple team this man. Yeah. If I don't know if people seen Twitter or the news or we're here in New York, the Daily News or the New York Post. Yeah. Aaron Donald looks like a toy soldier. Yeah, a, a, a life-size human toy so- soldier. Yeah, he does. You can't block that. No. Even Bill Belichick himself said, "Like this guy is, he's almost unblockable." Would you say best defensive player yes, in the yes, game right yes, now? Yes, 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 yes. I feel like that title changes every. Year. I felt no, like uh, Von Miller had it one year, right? JJ uh, Watt had it one year. But this guy, every year he's been an All Pro. Tw- every year since he's been in the league. Yeah. Four years now. 20.5 sacks this season. And I think he had about 19 last year. I think he had 20 last year, I believe. Mm. He will win the Defensive Player of the Year again. Yeah. But for, 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 for this game, this game here for Sunday, the pass rush up the middle is the key. It's key. Once they double team or even triple team Donald, Donald yeah. Sue Fowler, yeah. and the other rush linebackers have to get home but this is why i say the mm. chain snatcher is back yeah the chain snatcher is back so yeah. he, he's gonna go against grunk he has to because he's the one who could probably match him physically yeah to a degree yeah and especially gronk isn't the same gronk as he used right. yeah yeah so they, i agree they're using gronk in the running game they're yeah. using him as a pass blo- as a run blocker it's even a extra pass blocker yeah but for this game he's gonna have to be active because they're going to need... Because Element... I think Marcus Peters can do a job on Element. Yeah. Granted, for what people say about Peters, you know, he's a head case sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he get burnt. When he, he, when he, since he's come to the NFL, he's had about, what, 20-something interceptions. Mm. You know? Maybe so about, he's about, a ball about, hawk. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. And you, and you need somebody like... You have to put pressure on these receivers. Yeah. Kansas City, two weeks ago, sitting there letting these guys run free like it was nobody's business. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. This, so, this is why Bob Sutton was fired. So th- this is why I would say, 
The only thing about that, when Brady throws the ball, he th- Brady's a guy who usually throw tries to get th- get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. So during the regular season, he was averaging about two point four seconds before he released the ball. Right. Right. The thing with the Rams now is it is it favorable for the Rams to have Brady throw quick passes or to kind of extend the play? Because during the regular season, the Rams were 27th. They they ranked 27th best when they held when when quarterbacks held the ball longer than 2.6 seconds, the Rams were really bad. And you know that goes with like extending plays, extending the drive. Uh but when but when no, they ranked 29th. But when, but when they threw the foot, when any when quarterbacks threw the football quicker than 2.6 seconds, when mm-hmm. they got the ball out faster than 2.6, the Rams were actually really good, and they jumped up from 29th to uh, to seventh mm-hmm. uh, best in the league. Uh, so my thing is, Brady, you know he, you know fullbacks are going to play a big big part. You know, you know Sony Sony Michelle. Sony Michael and uh, well, no, Michelle, you had yeah, right Sony before. Michelle and um, what's the other guys? James name? White. James White are going to play a big part. I think I think the Patriots will use James White kind of like how the Saints use Kamara. And what did that do to them? They shut that down to a degree. They did, but late in the game, it will be useful. Like if the Patriots, if the Patriots don't do use that the first half, they could definitely use James White in the second half. For those backfields and those screen passes and things like that. They're going to need James Wright for the duration of the game. It, I mean, they're going to use him how they usually use him. Yeah. You know, third down, passing situations. They've yeah. been mixing up. This game, you ain't running in, into that, all that. Yeah. You're not running all that. You're not going to run into Donald and think you're just going to break free like that. Nah. But the thing with that, too, I think the Patriots have a history of using the fullback to, to look at coverages. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like the the fullback is going to play a big part on reading the Rams cover Rams coverage schemes. But for this game, the fullback to me in this game to me might be null and void. You think so? Because you ain't going like I said before, you ain't stopping Donald and Sue. They're like going they're going to somebody's going to be free. Yeah. Dante Fowler might be free. They're going to triple team, triple team him. Yeah, you're going to have to. And that's why the fullback is going to play a big part. Well, he's, he's, he means you only want to have one. He's your one back there. Yeah. That's all you're going to have back there. Yeah. That's the problem. Because you don't have James White. You don't have Sony Michelle there. Yeah. Unless you're going to utilize the package where you have like two running backs, tight end, and then you stack your receivers on the side. Like, yeah. You, you can't really think, you know. Yeah. The, cra- the crazy thing is. Is that do you know that these are the two, the two? Well, they're not the two top seeds, but they're both number two in both their conference, mm-hmm. the AFC and NFC. So Patriots obviously number two in the AFC, Rams number two in the NFC. The number one's lost, right? <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's an interesting, interesting game. I think. So so wait, go ahead. So now, let's get to the nitty gritty because we have to get to something else far more. You know, this, this is the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But what's been happening lately? Yes, social it, media has been trending. Twitter been has been trending. Earth. New York Knicks, New York fans. Well, hold hold on, trending. hold on. Let's hold on a minute. Let's get your prediction. Okay. Your prediction and pick your Super Bowl MVP. Uh, okay. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Stop you! Are you? I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. 
I'm gonna tell you why. Why? I don't want Brady to win six. Okay. Uh, it's more so that. Um, okay. But I think Aaron Donald. I think I think it'll be like a la Von Miller when he won. You know what I'm saying? Like when you know how he destroyed like the Panthers, but. Uh, I think Donald's just going to have a big effect. Even if it's not in sacks, it's either tackles or hurries Mm -hmm. for the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, May get one interception, you know, like a tip. Yeah. You know, may get one of those. But I think Donald, if not, if not him, then Gurley. Because I think Goff is really going to struggle. You really think he's going to struggle? I mean, he didn't play that. He didn't play that. He didn't really play that good in the NFC Championship game. You know what I mean? It kind of it kind of took him a while, and it had to be that pass by the the special teams to kind of get the Rams' offense going. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that, they really would have been behind the eight ball. You know, I mean, the Rams' defense did a good job against the Saints, giving them six points in their first two possessions. But for the most part, man, I think Goff kind of looked like a little timid until he got his bearings in the second half. What's your score? Uh, and your MVP is Gurley. Yeah, I, I, no, no, my 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 MVP because I think the defense is going to actually win that mm-hmm. um, game. Is going to be Aaron Donald. What's the score? I'm going to say twenty-seven, twenty-four. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So. Here's what I got. Oh, wait. What? You think Brandon Cooks is going to have a revenge game? Remember, he was on the Patriots last season. When and he got w- concussed. Yeah. But you think it's going to be a revenge game? I hope he don't get concussed again. That'd be karma. He's a small like a guy. He's a small guy. Well, hold on. Let, Go me, ahead. let me. Sorry. Thank you. My prediction for the game is simple. Mm-hmm. You people believe in fake goats and all this stuff. That's nice. They ain't never seen nothing like Aaron Donald. They ain't never seen nothing like the House of Nails. And Dominican Sue, that's his name when you look it up. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Well, you know I'm teaching you something at the I'm same listening. time, I'm young a, man. I'm listening. Okay. To, the chain snatcher is going to snatch Gronk out of the game. Marcus Peters will handle his job against Elliman or Hogan. Mm-hmm. The defense will come to play. And then ball control for the Rams will lead the day. Mixing it up as Sean McVay has done all season with his play calling. Yeah. He will find a way. Be prepared to to find a way to cut, cut through the Patriots' defense. Yeah, the score of this Super Bowl will be thirty three thirty Rams. Mm. So you so why you looked at me crazy when no, I said no, the I, Rams? Was, I was shocked, but I, I thought you were going to say the Patriots. Oh, I mean, listen, Tom Brady's good, but it'd be the one game for him to come over the you know to fall over that hill. Right. <laughs> the MVP of said Super Bowl. It's going to be a keep to leave. Mm, okay. I say bold prediction. He gets two picks. Two picks. He gets two. One got to be a tip because Brady ain't throwing two picks. I say he gets two picks. One ain't going. Hey, it's going to come off. It's a, bold, it's a bold prediction. That's why I said it. Yeah. Okay. The chase snatcher will be the Super Bowl MVP. All right. Book it. All right. So that's that's it for uh, football. Let's talk about some interesting stuff that's happening in basketball, especially for Knicks fans. All right, so it's happened, people. We got two things we want to talk about. Start off with the AD thing, first. okay? Because the AD thing we go through real quick. Okay, 
So as we all know, the Laker fan here is speaking, by the way. Just to let y'all know. I'm a Lakers fan. Yes, I am. But I will say this. I do want to say this. So as we all know, uh, during the, you know, back when the season started, uh, it was announced that Rich Paul became Anthony Davis' new agent. And like I told people, when this happened, what was going to happen? Continue. So, as we all know, Rich Paul is also the agent of one LeBron James, right? So, with that being said, Sherman prediction at the beginning of the season was that AD was going to find a way to be in L.A. And with a season and a half left until he's become the unrestricted free agent in 2020, he is now made his he is now trying to make his way to the Staples Center. Uh, if you don't know, K, uh, Rich Paul has uh, informed informed the Pelicans that he will not be signing uh, an extension with the Pelicans. AD won't be signing an extension with the Pelicans. Uh, and anybody who trades for him, AD will just be a one-year rental because he wants to go to El- Lo- Los Angeles. That, that, that's the play. And not the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> not the Clippers. No, he's not trying to go play with Tobias Harris. Even though Tobias whoa, whoa, is... take it easy, buddy. Tobias is a good take player. Easy, I like buddy. Tobias. But um, this this uh, this uh, revelation, it doesn't seem to be stopping Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics trying to trade for um, for AD. Uh, they can't... Tra- so the uh, trade, line, trade deadline is February 7th. Uh, they can't trade... For him now. Mm-hmm. Celtics can't trade for him now because of something called the Rose Rule. Okay. Rose Rule is basically when you have a guy, when you have a player who has opted into their second deal out of their rookie contract. Like, I guess the it's not a super max, but just like the max for like a player who is overachieved. Um, you can't trade. You can't trade for him. When you have traded for a previous player who ha- who's also under that same Rose Rule deal, I'm glad as you read we, all that shit. As we all know, Kyrie Irving is the same as Anthony Davis. They had that contract. They gave him the extension out of his rookie contract because he excelled. The same goes for Anthony Davis. So they won't be able to trade for Davis f- this trade deadline, mm-hmm. but they can trade for him July first. Right. Um. Magic and Rob Palenka has been very aggressive, giving up about six players, Moritz Wagner, uh, Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo, some other guy. Oh, Ivan Zubak and some draft picks. Uh, go ahead. You know why those you, you know why New Orleans don't want that shit? Why? Because those are not the right infinity stones. I mean, those are not the right infinity stones. They just told you, get the fuck out my face with this contract, with with this deal. Yeah. That's basically what they said. Yeah. What's going to have to happen in order for this deal to even take place on February 7th, you need a third or fourth team. Third or fourth team, maybe a third team. You could do a a four team trade. It's been done before. It's very rare. Yeah. But it's a lot of pieces to move. Yeah. But if you want to do it this year, it's going to involve a third team. Because the Pelicans, well, it can't be Feb- it can't be this trade deadline coming up. The Celtics can't do that, right? The Celtics can't do that. But you're but talking about in, in with, regards the Laker, to the Lakers, Lakers okay, and okay. Pelicans. I believe you need to get a third team in there, yeah, to make things work to give the Pelicans back what they want. 
yeah, the third team now, I mean, unless the third team only really to unload somebody, like, I will just give everybody yeah. up and take all the pieces, remaining pieces. Yeah, but my thing is this. Well, hold on, go ahead, go ahead. just get the remaining pieces. But now, like, you, in order for this deal to go down, three, you need a third or fourth team. And people are going to have to want Lonzo. Well, my thing is Lonzo is he has a natural gift for passing the ball. Uh, but today's point guards, like today's point guards, you have to be able to score the ball. He's not really a good shooter. Most most point guards are, mm -hmm. you know, there are scorers. He's not really a scorer. scorer. And that's not necessarily say shooter, but scorer. He's not necessarily a scorer. Uh, my thing is Lonzo doesn't have no desire to go to New Orleans the same way Chris stops. That's not his goddamn choice. No, it's not. It's not at all. It's definitely not. My thing in order for this, so to me, I look at the Lakers gave their best option to to to, to trade for Anthony Davis. You, to me, you're gutting the team a lot, but these are with prospects that aren't really all that. You know what I'm saying? With the exception of Kuzma, Ingram is still, you know, but even with, eh, but, Lonzo's but, still, eh, but, but Kuzma's like but, the. But even with Kuzma. Look what they look what the Orleans said. The Orleans said we don't want Kuzma. Who's don't, Kuzma? Listen, Kuzma's a good player. Who's Kuzma? But listen, but for Anthony Davis, you're not telling me you're giving me Kuzma, man, David. That's why I'm a building around. So you're right. Uh, my thing is this. Uh, that, my thing is this. The Lakers don't have to trade assets. Mm -hmm. You're better off waiting for 2020. But then LeBron is 35. And AD's playing with this Listen, guy. LeBron is still playing at a high level. I get level. that, but he also missed a lot of games. But you see when he came back. He, game I, one I out the gate. Saying. I get what you're saying, but he has to be available. He right. has to be available. Right. Well, no, that's paramount. Right? So That is paramount. T Danny Ainge is like, I'm pulling the trigger come July 1st. My only thing is, if mm -hmm. you gut your team, because the Celtics, they are underachieving this year. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be the team that compete with the Warriors. Mm -hmm. They are underachieving. But I look at this Celtics team is still really good, especially if they could keep Kyrie Irving, which, you know, may not be the case. But we'll see that once come July That 3rd. man is gone. Maybe. Kyrie is gone. You heard he gave his daddy a jersey in the garden. Why is hey, that? Hey, he's gone. He's like, daddy, take take daddy. I don't want <laughs> this no more. I don't want this no more, daddy. I want a Knicks jersey. I want to be I want to be across the Hudson from you. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But um my thing is, Ainge is willing to pull the trigger. He can't, he can't this week. He can't um, this week. He's gonna try to. My thing, just don't trade. Just don't trade Tatum. Now I know you're he saying he has to go with the deal. So horrible. Period. Then, then it's hard. It's horrible for AD. It's horrible for AD. Why even go to the Celtics if Jason Tatum's you, not there? Because the Pelicans want goddamn return back. Talk no, the Pelicans do. But it, it does nothing for. It does nothing for then, AD's career. Does nothing for AD career if Tatum isn't there, but but, but that's what it's going to take. You say gutting the team, you got to gut. The, he's a top ten player. Then it's like the Pelicans on the East. It's like the Pelicans on the East. What's the sense, AD? Might as well just wait, play but, your but last see, year but, out, and then go to and then go Danny, walk to LeBron in twenty twenty. Danny H has assets. He can get players at Listen, at, a, at a calling. You want to get rid of all of them? The only one I want to keep is Tatum. If you I'm want, AD, you want to keep Tatum? Yes, if, but. If if he says Teddy, you gotta give up Tatum. AD, AD gonna want to go over there and play with Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving, who who might not even be there. And that's why I said only, it's gonna be a rental. Your only legit asset. Your only legit. It's gonna be a rental. That's what you're gonna get. K, AD not going over there. But, no, no, we know. Yeah, listen to me. I keep telling you, it's L.A. He and, he, and to your point, yeah. AD put the poison pill out there. 
He yeah. says, you, if you gave me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rental. That's it. We got to see how it works with Kawhi in Toronto. If he signs, then it's hope for, for GMs to start doing what uh, uh, what uh, Messiah Juries did. We'll see. It's but not, he just bought yeah. a house in L.A., so in we no don't San know. Diego. Oh, is it San Diego? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's not really L.A., but people put, putting, know, trying to put I two know, and two together. I, I mean, listen, if he wins a championship, who knows? He might yeah. stay. Yeah. He has a great chance to win a championship this year. He does. But enough of that. Let's go to what we really want to talk about. And this is for my Knicks fans. The ones <laughs> the ones who like to trade I'm and the ones, who, the ones who like to trade and the ones who do not like as, to as trade. As I tell people all the time, I'm an, I, 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 hate, I don't like the Knicks. I never liked the Knicks. They, get, they never gave me nothing to cheer about. But the finger they roll. In the, 90s. the finger roll and the bricks. John Starks was shooting up and yeah. everything. You know, and Cold night <laughs> in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> but... I'm here to help Nick fans. I'm here to give them a little light. So we're on the same page. I you're like not, that. You're, I don't think you're on the same. You just want to bash. I'm not bashing. I, I, this I'm, is for I'm, the, I'm trying to bring the the, the the consciousness of the people of Nick's fans to a like think about it moment. Me you too. Know? No, you're not. You're full of shit. <sighs> All right. You're full of shit with that. After what I just heard you in here talking about before we came on here. You full of shit. I ain't, I ain't full of shit. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to give the Knicks fans and let them know that what 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 the trust 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 management. Now I know. Now I know. In the past, you know, with the Isaiah Thomases and shit like that, I get it. But with this trade, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And let me tell you why. Christophe Porzingis. Was drafted 2015-16 season, right? Mm-hmm. In those games, I just want I just want to log the games he has played. Okay. First rookie year, seventy two games. Mm-hmm. The following year after that, sixty six. Mm-hmm. This year, forty eight. I mean, last the uh, the, the last season, forty eight. Mm-hmm. The previous year, this year, this year he has not played a game. Why? That's due to the ACL injury, which he sustained because he was too tired. You heard it from his mouth. He was too, Kristaps was too tired to play basketball. They must have pushed his Latvian ass a little too hard that he injured his ACL and he couldn't play any longer. That's not right, you know. Listen, whatever the case is, this is why I'm going to say the Knicks fan. I know Kristaps Porzingis was, I guess, a star in the making, right? With a whopping 22, 6.2 rebounds and two assists a game. Wait, wait, how much points? 22. How much rebounds? 6.2. Okay. And he's 7 3. Mm-hmm. Which is, well, 22 points in the league is pretty good. Whatever. What? 22 points not good in the league? I ain't say that. Oh, okay. So this is what I'm saying. Kristaps could be, become a restricted uh, free agent. Right. Uh, he could sign his qualifying offer for four million. If not, he can go for a five-year, one hundred and fifty million dollar contract. The Knicks are will probably have to pay that guy. Well, not anymore because he's in Dallas. But Dallas probably have to pay that guy thirty million coming off an ACL injury. Right? Zach Levine's fairly playing fairly well after his ACL injury, but he's a guard. Mm-hmm. It's not inches shorter than uh, than Kristaps Porzingis. My thing is this: I like to trade because the Knicks not only get a point guard. They open up two max slots, potentially to get two players who won't get tied on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Their, their stamina will be up to par. The stamina will be up to par. Okay. Right? Cool. 
I look at it like this. You get two max slots. And KD, I the Kyrie, you might get both. Knicks history say they won't. But it's better to try to know. They get $74 million in cap space with this trade. They get back DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, who all could come back and sign smaller deals, and you get DJ Smith, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. right? With that, I look at it like this. You get a chance to get Zion mm-hmm. or whatever. You get a guy from Duke because right. they're going to be golden. Right. You have to get rid of him. He has the audacity to come in the office. <laughs> this is the thing I don't get. And I know Knicks fans are burning for a star. This is why there's even talks about Carmelo coming back to the get Knicks. The, get the fuck out of here. We're not going through this again. We're not. I, when I say we, I'm speaking for the people yeah. of the Knicks fans. Yeah. They don't want they love Melo. They they have their ways with Melo. The, the, that mellow shit to done. Yeah. Period. Done. Kaput. Done. Continue. But the but I just want Knicks fans to understand this guy who played 48 games last year and missing all 82 this year. So it's about 130 something games, right? Mm-hmm. He comes, walks into the general manager's office, say, I want to be part of the winning culture. I want to be part of a winning culture. I need to get traded. I'm looking at Porzingis or Porzing God or the Unicorn, whatever the fuck people want to call him. You have a vendetta against this guy. I don't have a vendetta, but he has the audacity. <laughs> he has the audacity. He comes into the general manager's office talking about, I want to be traded because the Knicks aren't a winning culture. I'm going to tell you something, dumbass. We drafted you number four so you could be the winning culture. But in the past two seasons, including this season, you're barely on the court. So you're right. You can't really be a part of the culture if you're not available to be on the court playing. True. So you want to go in there and play with your buddy Luka Donich. That's cool. They're number 12 in the West right now. But they're still in playoff That's cool. contention. That's cool. They're still number 12 in the West. They're still they're 12, They're in playoff contention. It's two and a half games. What are you talking about? So, They're right there. So the other teams aren't going to win games. The well, Rockets are going to drop. The games. Nuggets is going to drop. The Rockets are already in. They're in. Listen. They're, they're, they're in what, the upper echelon of the, uh, of the is, uh, Western Conference. Come I'm, on, bro. This is what I'm saying. Come on. This is what I'm saying. And, and, this, and like and, I said, I keep telling you, it's for the back burner. Dallas in the back burner. Hey, if they make their way up, that's a great win for them. It, it, it accelerates their, their growth. Okay? This, this thing with the Knicks here, what was done, and everybody was going crazy. Oh, how you can trade tra- trade this guy? He was a friend. This was Phil Jackson's pick. I think people wanted to get rid of the Phil Jackson regime altogether. No, Porzingis was the one thing that they liked from the Phil Jackson Phil Jackson regime. Granted, but look what has happened now. Look what you just told the people, the masses out here. Yeah, he got tired. He got tired. People don't want to hear that shit. He got tired to his ACL and missing this season. And he want to come in the office and talk about, I want to be part of a winning culture. Yeah, we drafted you number four. <laughs> you're supposed to be that winning culture. But you're not on the court. So it's a problem. It's a, bi- it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a big problem. And Porzingis is a big problem with the reason why the Knicks aren't a winning culture. He needs to realize that before he starts coming in the office, demanding something with 22, 6. You're 7 foot 3, 22 and 6. And 2.1 assists? 
Stop Everybody, it. Everybody, listen. Stop it. This man, we don't want you, bro. We don't want you. You you gonna admit New York will always hold a, a special heart in your place? <laughs> yeah, bro. They ain't gonna be missing you when we get Zion or Reddish or Barrett. Let me tell you something else. The Knicks. I'm talking be- like I'm a Knicks fan. I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm talking for the Knicks fan. I want you to understand, Knicks fan. I want you to understand. It's okay I'm- to get rid of him. It's okay, bro. All right. It's okay. Com- Joe, calm down. It's okay. Calm down. Now, before we go, let me get my uh, last thought on this trade. Yeah. The the New York Knicks now have set themselves up for the future. Like I said. Yeah. They had to have known that someone's coming or you don't trade him. Yeah. You don't. Even if he starts... Starts bitching and all that stuff. That's right. You wouldn't trade him. It's just like AD. You're not going to trade AD for anything less. He ain't AD. Big difference. He ain't AD. Big difference, bro. Of of course. Let you know that right now. Of course. But the Knicks know something. They know they're going to get either KD, Kawhi, or who else is out there? KD, Kawhi, Kyrie. They can get one of those three players. Klay Thompson. Yeah. They can get one of those guys. If they end up with Chris Middleton. Top five guys. Who? Top five uh, free upcoming free agents. Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Don't Want You, <laughs> Clay Thompson. These are the top five. And, and number six is Kemba Walker. Exclude Kemba because he just got Dennis Smith. Right. Go ahead. Now. Maybe. If they do not get the one of those players Chris and, end up, and end up with Chris Middleton. And they don't get that top, at least a top three pick. The Knicks are dead for the next ten years. It don't might di- be over. <laughs> don't disrespect Chris Middleton is ranked tum- not tum- it, it, number it ten, baby. Superstar number ten. You want superstar talent that wants to win? You have to get those top five. You just named. It's right, gonna be hard. Jimmy Butler, it's gonna whatever. be hard. Yeah, Jimmy Butler can go somewhere. Fuck him. Damn, son. What Jimmy Butler do to you? He just a, he's a, he's a chemistry killer, man. Fuck him, man. Well, I don't want to leave on that note, but I guess we got to leave on that note. All right. So with that being said, Brother Joe, you do the exit, of course. All right, man. I, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode. Let's be real. Uh, I hope you had a good time listening to this episode. If you want to hit us up with questions and comments, you can definitely hit us up at our email, lbrstalk at gmail.com. Check out the blog also on, on Facebook, yep. LBR blog. At Facebook.com as well. And then you can also go on YouTube and just type in Let's Be Real Sportscast. Uh, we're there. You can catch uh, you can catch this episode back there, I guess, uh, Wednesday? Yes. On Wednesdays? Wednesdays. Also on iTunes. It'll pop up on iTunes. Just type in Let's Be Real Sports. Also with YouTube, type, type in Let's Be Real Sports. And even Google Play for my Android users. No spying. <laughs> All right. So in a... On that note, I just want to thank you guys, and uh, that's another episode in the bag. Enjoy the Super Bowl. No goats. No goats. Come on, Aaron. Come on, Donald. No goats. We out. Peace.